Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! All right, let's get this show on the road! Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go, woo! This is the Ike Wingate Show. Top of the morning, everyone. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to Tuesday, September 12, 2023. So glad you're here. Bright and early. Coming up this hour, headlines from around the world. Random facts plus celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Got some feel-good news coming up next hour. And the newest, hottest, gotta-have-it shoe. What is it? We'll get to all that more today on the show. Brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call, 479-253-1234. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Here we are with celebrity birthdays for September 12th, 2023. Andrew Luck, the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, is 34 today. Alfie Allen, who played Theon Greyjoy on Game of Thrones, is 37. Emma Rossum, who played Fiona Gallagher on Shameless, and Christine in Phantom of the Opera's 37 today. Voice coach, American Idol loser, and Best Supporting Actress winner for Dreamgirls, Jennifer Hudson, is 42 today. The retired Chinese center for the Houston Rockets, towering 7 foot 6 inches tall, Yao Ming, is 43 today. Dr. Phil's son, Jay McGraw, and the creator of The uh, the Doctors, is 44 today. Benjamin McKenzie, who, pay, who played Jim Gordon on Gotham, is 45. Ruben Studdard, the guy who beat Clay Aiken on American Idol, is 45. Busy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony is 47. Jennifer Nettles from the group Sugarland is 49. James Frey, the... Author of the fake memoir, A Million Little Pieces, that caused book club hysteria and Oprah outrage when he revealed it was a bunch of lies. He's 54 today. Comedian Louis C.K. is 56. Ben Folds, singer, 57. Amy Yazbak, John Ritter's widow, is 61. Nina Blackwood, one of the original MTV VJs, is 68. John Patalanio. John Pantoliano, Pantoliano, yes, who played Cypher in The Matrix, is 72. Linda Gray, who is Sue Ellen Ewing on both versions of Dallas, is 83. Today is National Chocolate Milkshake Day, in case you wondered, and on this day in history in 1953, John F. Kennedy married Jacqueline Bovier, who eventually became Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. At time of death, they were together for 10 years until his assassination on November 22nd, 1963. The Monkees TV show premiered on NBC on this date in 1966. 
let's see. In 1987, Morrissey left the Smiths for a solo career. In 1990, Christine McVie and Stevie Nicks both announced they would no longer perform with Fleetwood Mac. Over A little over two years later, they reunited to sing at President Clinton's inauguration. And he was like, I tell you what, I'm so glad y'all got back together for my inauguration. I wouldn't have it any other way. I'll tell you, I love it. And let's see. Raymond Burr from Perry Mason and Ironside died of kidney cancer on this date in 1993 at the age of 76. The Practice and Ally McBeal were named Best Drama Series and Best Comedy Series at the 51st Emmy Awards on this date in 1999. And in 2003, music legend Johnny Cash died at the age of 71 after complications from diabetes. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your Random Facts. The woman who invented windshield wipers in 1903 never made any money from them because car companies told her that they would be distracting the drivers and there was no market for them. But after she let her uh, her patent expire, windshield wipers caught on. That's just cruel. Cruel and unusual. Ulysses S. Grant was the first president who tried to get elected for a third term, but the Republican Party decided to nominate James Garfield for the 1880 election instead. It was, I guess it was a good call because Garfield was elected president. Uh, Let's see here. In the, whoops, hold on. In the country Andorra in Europe, it's illegal not to own a gun. Wow, I like that. The country doesn't have a military, so every man between 21 and 60 is supposed to have a rifle in their house just in case, just in case the country gets attacked. Okay. The country of Andorra. And let's see, your next random fact and final one here. The first PG-13 movie ever was called Red Dawn in 1984. The PG-13 rating was created after Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom got a controversial PG rating three months earlier. Yeah, it's interesting. It's still it's still rated PG, is it not? Because I've I thought about it. And I'm like, how in the world was that movie PG? Anyway, it proved that there should be a middle ground between PG and rated R. So Red Dawn was the first. Those are your random facts. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday to you. Coming up next hour, a feel-good story about a kid who saves the life of his therapist. Stranger Than Fiction features a lady that's driving a new car and everyone keeps pulling over in front of her and she has no idea why. And the newest craze out there in the footwear world, we'll get to all that next hour. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com. Or call them, 479-253-1234. Let's look now at your headlines from around the world. Some insurers are charging thousands of dollars a month for generic cancer, multiple sclerosis, and other drugs. Across a selection of so-called specialty generics, Cigna and CVS's prices were at least 24 times higher on average than roughly what the medicines manufacturers charge. The prices at United Health Group, which owns a large health insurer, were three and a half times as much, according to data from the nonprofit drug pricing analytics group 46 Brooklyn Research. Health 
researchers and industry officials blame higher profits and industry consolidations. And Japan has a long history of disappointing investors, but some say not this time. Corporate policy changes, a Warren Buffett endorsement, and relatively low valuations have also helped. Japanese stocks become one of the best performing markets in the world this year. The 90s and early 2000s are known as Japan's lost decades. After real estate and financial markets burst, this rally might be different due to Japan's growing economy, receding deflation and inflation that has run at or above the Bank of Japan's 2% target since last year, investors and analysts say. Separately, for those who aren't averse to risk, double-digit dividend yields are the norm for business development companies, which typically raise money from public stock investors and lend it to small, often private companies. Final headline, Ukraine facing a deadlock that it fears will benefit Russia. Kiev is contending with slow battlefield gains and a cautious West. Even if Russian President Vladimir Putin were open to a ceasefire, he has a history of breaking deals. The current military and political standoff looks set to continue until one of those elements changes. Ukraine has the manpower and determination to fight for a long time, provided the U.S. keeps funding it all. The West's priorities are to weaken the Kremlin's military and economic ability to pursue expansionist ambitions, keep NATO countries united, and avoid World War II. Those are your headlines from around the world. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Well, how about this story? A 12-year-old Florida boy saved his behavioral therapist by pulling his unresponsive body out of a pool and performing CPR on him. This is Austin McMillan, therapist Jason Paquette, and then Austin's mom talking about the amazing rescue. I pulled him out of the water, and then uh, I pulled him to that shore over there. I gave him CPR. I wouldn't be alive if it weren't for him. He's an absolute hero, and he always will be. He is so brave, and I can't even imagine being in that position. Yeah, no kidding. What a brave kid, and good thing he knew CPR, and of course, his therapist is uh, extra grateful. This is the kind of story we love to tell. Courage in the middle of potential tragedy. This is Caught Doing Good. If you've got a story out there like that that we can tell, email it to show at ikewingate.com. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, wouldn't it be great if you were driving down the road in heavy traffic and everyone just got out of your way? Yeah, well, that's what happened to a lady in Utah recently, but she wasn't sure why. She was driving around in a black Dodge Charger that she recently bought. Apparently it was used. A lot of people in front of her kept pulling over and letting her pass, and she had no idea why until she saw a photo released by the Salt Lake City Police last Wednesday. Turned out the car was modified so the fog lights could flash any color you wanted, and whoever owned the car before her had them set to red and blue so it looked just like an unmarked cop car. Here's a cop talking about it, actually. Take a listen. Just the way the vehicle appeared, it looked suspicious to this individual. So they took a photo of the car and they called 911 to report the suspicious circumstance. Wow. Well, this lady could have been charged for impersonating an officer, but she turned herself in. Cops determined it was really an innocent mistake. And she's had the lights removed. That is Stranger Than Fiction. Good morning. Wee, 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 wee. 
A very pleasant Tuesday morning to you. Hope you are having a great day so far. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Well, we told you we're going to tell you about the newest craze when it comes to shoes. The hottest shoe out there really isn't a shoe per se. Crocs. Yeah, they've made a comeback. I know this from my own kids wanting to get them and I thought are you sure because we kind of deemed those as uh, lazy people shoes didn't we like years ago I don't know uh, people that didn't want to put on real shoes okay sorry I just have never found the appeal no offense okay but uh, there's some new Crocs out there that look like the character Shrek and they are suddenly the hottest footwear on the planet no one even owns a pair yet they went viral after photos hit the internet last week according to Google they've been a top trending search They are the normal lime green Crocs, but the back strap is furry to look like his brown vest. Yeah, and they come with gibbets. Those are like little charms that you stick on the top, and uh, they look like ears and a nose. The kids' version is going to be 50 bucks. Adults are 60 bucks, and they'll hit the Crocs website coming up tomorrow. I tell you what, it's weird how some things come back into fashion, but you buy some of those Crocs and you get any of those charms, those little decorations that go on them. And I mean, you're talking about an expensive pair of shoes. We went up to Tanger to the outlet store and they were in there. And I was like, oh, great. But I think every one of our kids now has a pair of Crocs. <sighs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right. Well, if you want the Shrek ones, they'll be available tomorrow. Good morning. Good morning. Happy, happy Tuesday to you. Well, I tell you what. To If you don't work, you don't eat. That's what was always said in our house. Lazy was just terrible. Same way in uh, my house now with my kids. There's no excuse for laziness, but apparently there could be prizes for it. A competition to find the laziest person. If you spent yesterday laying on the couch all day, You might be perfect for this competition. Uh, The village of Brenza in North Montenegro, which is in Southeast Europe, holds a bizarre annual contest where competitors hope to earn the coveted title of laziest citizen. The winner gets about a thousand bucks and they've been doing it for 12 years. It started as a way to mock a myth that Montenegrins are lazy people. This year, there are seven remaining contestants who have been lying down on mats For more than 20 straight days and counting, they've already smashed last year's record of 117 hours. They've been laying down for 20 days. They can play on their phones and laptops. They can eat, drink, and read. Basically, they have everything they need to do uh, to to, to be lazy and do nothing. Uh, They are not allowed to sit or stand up the entire time. I mean, I am seeing some backaches happening. They do get a 10-minute bathroom break, but only every eight hours. Eight hours. Wow. No end in sight right now. I believe it's still going on. The laziest competition. This whole thing is just... I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't I don't like glorifying laziness. But uh, I guess if you're going to get a thousand bucks to lay on a mat. But it's gone on for weeks now. This is just utterly ridiculous. All right. Good morning. Now, your headlines. Arkansas lawmakers are meeting in a special session this week on tax cuts, new restrictions on access to public records, and a ban on certain vaccine mandates. The House and Senate each met yesterday morning. 
to convene the session and are in recess until this morning. The Senate Revenue and Tax Committee approved the bill on tax cuts yesterday afternoon, which is a plan to reduce the personal income tax rate in the state of Arkansas to 4.4% and the corporate rate to 4.8%. It comes after she signed a bill in April that already lowered state income tax from 49 to 4.7% and corporate from uh, a corporate income tax down 0.2%. In addition to the proposed tax cuts, Governor Sanders has also suggested a one-time tax relief of up to $150 for taxpayers earning less than $90,000. She also wants to shield executive branch internal deliberations from public view, which she said would be in line with laws in other states, as she has called for additional restrictions to the state's FOIA Act. Uh, She's also asking lawmakers to ban vaccine mandates for state employees and wants the state health departments to publicize risks associated with the vaccine. And a man's been arrested after firing a gun during an altercation on Dixon Street in Fayetteville over the weekend. Justin Minotee, 21 years old of Georgia, was arrested on September 10th for tampering with physical evidence and aggravated assault after a gunshot went off in the early morning hours. On Dixon Street around 2.40 a.m., people fled the area, but after further investigation, police determined that Minity was the one that fired the gun. And finally, following Arkansas's 28-6 win against Kent State, redshirt senior Trahan Jeffcoat has been named the SEC's Defensive Lineman of the Week. It's the second time he's uh, received the honor in his career. His impact on the game was undeniable as he helped the Hogs control the line of scrimmage versus the Golden Flashes, allowing just 26 total rushing yards, and he had two tackles and one and a half sacks for a loss of nine yards. Those are your headlines. Good morning. Good morning. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Well, here's one for you guys. 42% of men are comfortable doing this. What is it? Putting sunscreen on another man's back. Would you rather get a nasty sunburn than ask another man to lather you up with sunscreen? A recent poll asked men and women if they'd be uncomfortable in a series of situations, and one of them was applying sunscreen to a same-gender friend's back. So man-to-man, woman-to-woman, 42% of men say that that makes them feel uncomfortable. Technically, they didn't say they wouldn't do it, just that it was uncomfortable. 10% of women are bothered by doing it for a female friend, so 90% of women are okay with it. And uh, here are some other same-gender situations. 42% of men feel uncomfortable having to share a bed with a male friend. 21% agree. 21% of women feel the same way. Uh, 48% of men are uncomfortable crying in front of a male friend compared to 18% of women. I thought women loved doing that. Uh, 45% of men are uncomfortable saying I love you to a male relative compared to 17% of women. I guess men are just more uncomfortable than women. I think that's what we're learning. 17% of men are uncomfortable hugging a male friend compared to 5% of women. 4% 4% of men are uncomfortable going to a male uh, going to a restaurant with a male friend. That seems ridiculous. I mean, what what are you afraid of with just 1% of men? Okay, so those are the results out there. I'm not going to read the results. These are uh, there's another category about going to the gym and the locker room. 60 <laughs> 67% of women are more uncomfortable being in their birthday suit in front of other women in the gym. This is the only one where women 
are ranked, are, you know, more women are, are uncomfortable than men. 49% of men. So about half men are okay being free inside the locker room, completely free in front of other men. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, I'm not comfortable in that situation. Don't, don't, don't want to do that. I don't want to put sunscreen on another dude's back either. I mean, call me weird. But uh, no, that's just not something I want to do. I'll sp- I'll use the spray. That's fine. I'll, I mean, I'll, you know, I've sprayed that on the back of my my brother's back or something like that. But the whole, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't want to do. Yep, don't want to do the lotion. I don't want to put the lotion on the skin. If you know what I'm saying. All right. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. Rate us whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up. Show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.